Uh, this next song we're going to do, it's called uh, Learning How to Die. And uh, I've gotten, a, after our Wednesday gathering, I choose songs for the weekend on on Wednesday usually, and we sing them Wednesday night, and we sing them again on uh, Sunday morning. And so after our Wednesday gathering, I got a few uh, questions and comments about this song that we're about to sing. Um, good questions like, this doesn't sound like a worship song. Uh, why are we singing it in worship? Those are good questions and good comments to bring up. And so I thought this morning I'd take a few minutes and say a little something about this song. It's Like, like I said, it's called Learning How to Die. It's a song by John Foreman, and uh, it tells a story. In other words, it it doesn't just state standalone facts. It follows a narrative. So give you an example of what I'm talking about. You know, we can sing a song like, How Great Is Our God? How Great Is Our God? That sentence is a standalone fact that we can declare. Um, when, we tell, when we're telling a story, like in the Bible, you know, we'll have a verse like in Matthew 13, Chapter 1, or verse 1, I think, says something like, And Jesus walked to Capernaum and sat by the sea. Well, what is, you know, if you memorize scripture, what, what would be the point of memorizing that scripture? You know, like, it's, it's building on something. It's a narrative. It's telling a story. And it's getting to a point. And so this song is kind of like that. It's telling a story. It's, it's not really full of standalone facts. It's, it's a story. And so... Um, these characters in this story are he and she. It's he and she. And it could be a young man and his grandmother or even a mother. It's some woman or some she who is close enough to death's door to see through to the other side. And, and perhaps this is the same she and the same he that we read about in Proverbs, the fair lady wisdom and the maturing young man maybe 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 not but the fact that this song um doesn't mention god explicitly may seem like it disqualifies it from being considered worshipful in and of itself but i want to remind us and i bring up a story in the bible it's found in the book of esther in the book of esther the entire book in our bible it doesn't mention god explicitly and yet the entire story of Esther is a God-glorifying story at its core. And that alone isn't justification to sing this song this morning. But I bring that up because it reminds us that the God that we're worshiping, that our God is so big, he is so preeminent that everything is always glorifying him at some level because every little story is a part of his big story. Every little story, all of our little stories are a part of his big story. And so every story and every character and every song is either magnifying the truth or is magnifying a lie. It's either magnifying the truth or it magnifies a lie. So every song, every story then is either propaganda, or it is a proclamation, okay? Every song, every story, it's either propaganda 
It's, it's telling a lie. It's lying to us. Or it's proclamation. It's telling us something that is true. And that means that every character, you and me included, are participating in one of those. We're either participating in the propaganda or we're participating in the proclamation. So the title of, of this song is a good summary of what the song is about, learning how to die. So worship, uh, Learning how to die, really worship? Yes. What did Jesus, what did his life and his, his death teach us? One, one of the many things that his life and his death taught us, he taught us that if we want to really live, we have to first learn to cry. If we want to really live, we have to first learn to cry. If we want to really become strong, we must learn brokenness if we want to experience true joy and satisfaction we must learn emptiness he, he even explicitly taught this paradoxical reality when he said that we must lose our life to find it we must lose our life to find it so for, for the Christian, that is exactly what our journey on this globe is all about. It's about learning how to die. And of course, that means living well. Living well with morality, mortality in view. With our mortality always in view. Walking toward the sunset, toward our sense of home. So we can look at the sunrise, we can look at new birth, but we, we can't forget that that sunrise is going to end that day with a sunset. And so we're walking toward our home. We're walking toward that sense of home, toward that sunset. And that's how we must live with our end in sight, in mind. And so Jesus came and he lived and he died. Listen, he, listen, he came and he lived and he died. Not so we could live. Jesus didn't come to die so we could live. Jesus came to die so we could die. Jesus came to die so we could die. And the rest of the story is that three dark days later, he rose again. He conquered death, he defanged death, he defeated death. So we still cry, we still mourn, we still grieve, but we grieve with those who have hope. He has removed from us the sting of hopelessness. So now death, our sunset, death is a doorway to something new. The woman in our song and this story is close enough to that doorway to see to the other side something better. And this young, immature he can't see that yet. Many of us, we're still walking that journey. We're not close enough to that door to be able to see clearly through to the other side to see there's something better. And we live facing the sunset. We live our lives forgetting that one day will be our last day. 
We don't know when that is. So Proverbs tells us that the end of joy is grief. And I want to just bring that to the ground for us. That means when we look around in this room, one, one of us is going to be the last one breathing. When we sit at our tables and with the people we love, laughing, we know one of us around that table is going to be the last one. He's going to have to say goodbye to all the others for a small time. And that, that is a heavy reality, I know. But it is something that should not make us shrink back from living. It's something that should not make us shrink back from risking. It's something that should encourage us, provoke us, move us to risk and live well. Towards the sunset, learning how to die, how to say goodbye for a time. So this view, this understanding, it's not something that comes in a flash by osmosis. This is something, listen, this does not just happen. When we get saved, God doesn't just go, wham, now you got it. No, he doesn't do it like that, right? If that's how it happened with you, I want to, you know, no, tell me your secret. Tell everybody your secret. Write a book. No, we get saved. God, he, he transforms our life, and it's a journey. He says, okay, baby, you're a baby. You don't know how to eat yet. You don't know how to do anything yet. You can't do anything yet. But I'm going to teach you, and we're going to go. And that's what it's like. This doesn't come just by osmosis in a moment. Oh, yeah, let me just get that real quick, Caleb. We're all going to die. Why are you even talking about that this morning? No, this is something that comes when our loving God comes down. He puts on flesh. He takes our hand and he walks with us through the valley of death shadow. He whispers in our ear, hold on, my child. I will never leave you. I will never lose you. You are mine and we will be together forever. We are going home. So as we sing this story, as I share this with you this morning, please don't get hung up on the fact that the only characters explicitly mentioned here are he and she. Rather worship the God who holds our hand whispers in our ear our God who put on flesh and came to die to teach us how to die.